Welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud, a weekly podcast with IT leaders who are driving the future of a software-defined infrastructure-based data center. Hello, I'm Gary McCulley, and welcome to another edition of Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud. Today, I'm speaking with Chris Grossmeyer, Director of Product Management at Cloud Physics. Welcome, Chris. Hey, good afternoon. So, Chris, before we dive in deep, tell us a little bit about Cloud Physics and your role there. We are a software as a service platform, a SaaS model, where Ultimately, our focus is collecting the IT data of an organization and trying to derive value out of effectively all transactions and all performance and metrics configurations of what really happens inside a data center and giving back value to an organization as a service. And there's a whole bunch of derivatives from that, services and products and solutions. But ultimately, we are a big data aggregator. As for myself, Director of Product Management, I'm relatively new here. I come from a long history of virtualization and big data and enterprise IT. It's been a nice transition to get into something I truly love, some good experience with, overseeing a net new product, new solutions, uh, and our ultimate market deliverables of platform and product for our partners. What are some of the value propositions? Like if I was an IT manager, how would you come in and sell your product to me? At top level, as an IT manager, my biggest issue is what is it costing me to run my IT operations? And everything I have is a balancing act. Am I optimized? If I'm over-optimized, am I impact performance? If I'm under-optimizing, am I over-buying resources? And I really have to find this way to find the balance between saving money, committing resources without overbuying, keeping workloads and resources, disk, memory, CPU, network, all in line with the needs of the business. So SLA-driven, performance-driven, and really keeping those kind of concepts in line. What we're finding also, though, at the same time is that this whole idea of private cloud, public cloud, resources that exist on both sides, there's some activity here about right-sizing, getting my resources so that I'm not over-utilizing Am I underutilizing as well? You know, am I buying a workload? In the virtualization space, you know, that's not uncommon. Ultimately, as you move to the cloud, right-sizing and understanding exactly how my resources are configured is critical. And IT guys, we don't have that full grasp of that data. So the IT management and directors, CIO, they really want to understand what's my potential, what am I using, and how do I fix and get the most value out of the data I have inside the data center. I've heard that you guys have constructed the largest and most comprehensive data lake, and some of our listeners might not know what the term data lake means. Could you elaborate? Yeah, sure. Data lake is really the raw form of data. We're really looking at the concept of everything as it was created, uh, raw log files, raw data, raw exports. And this is where all your data is ultimately captured. Think of it as uh, multiple rivers flowing into an ocean or a lake. All that raw data and all that raw information is coming in. It's being aggregated into one natural source, really meant to be low cost, but highly agile, reconfigurable. And our data scientists use this. This is where we start building large extractions, large analytics against the data, and we can reshuffle it based on the needs every day. So Chris, give me some examples of an IT data lake and what trends you're seeing in that area. Sure. So the IT data lake concept really has been around for a while. It's been leveraged by the health industry for genomics and medication and cancer research. Transportation uses it for mapping and routing. Different industries like the food industry uses it for shelving, logistics. And obviously, you've got real estate and health. Think of the biggest ones out there, Equifax, you know, personal data out there, Nielsen ratings for television. You, know, you already have these large data places, but IT was the one place that did not have a data lake for visibility of trends and utilization and discovery of what was happening behind the scenes in the IT data center. So really for us, it was a step up 
take a look at what is happening inside the data center, what's happening at a global scale, not just within one organization, and trying to derive metrics and performance data and any sort of analytics and assessment that we can add value to the industry. And that's really what cloud physics started at, this idea of building a data lake and being the first to really put together a global holistic view of how IT at all different levels and all different organizations leverage their resources and optimize it for the best value inside of IT. Now, you have two analytics products, the Premium Edition and the Partner Edition. Describe those. We actually have a new edition we introduced as well. I'll go into it's just Developer's Edition. But the Consumer Edition, our standard edition that we have out there, really lets an IT admin come in and start collecting their data and start streaming raw data directly into our data lake for consumption and analytics. It takes a virtual appliance, an observer, gives it to the end user, put their data center, and we actually connect directly into vCenter initially here. We'll be expanding the platform to other platforms in the near future. But right now, a lot of what we're focused on is that 80% threshold, which is vSphere and the virtualization side of the enterprise. And we're pulling those raw metrics out of the environment for workloads, storage, and network, and letting the IT admins start looking at right-sizing, finding contention, finding hotspots, doing long-term trending. The nice thing about this data is that we keep it in its raw format forever. We are actually collecting in these 20-second granular increments, so very, very fine detail. Now, that's great for a consumer. They get visibility. They can do all that stuff. But we added another variation on this, and it's called Partner Edition. And this is where partners come in and actually license the product and give it to their customers for assessments. And we're building several cards on right-sizing, scoping out what you have for resources, pricing for cloud, end-of-life resources for hardware, software, unsupported resources. And it really is for the partners to find value and offer services very quickly into the customer base. Uh, within the first five minutes, we have metrics. Within 15 minutes, we start having performance, and you start actually getting your value right away versus these long, ongoing, daily, weekly, monthly assessment-type discoveries. Now, you mentioned cards. Describe that a little bit. If you're familiar with the idea of building dashboards and having widgets that drop in there, cards are very similar to us. We just changed the term a little bit. Cards are a set of business intelligence that are laid out on a specific widget. And that widget would have graphs and details, fine-tuned reporting, the ability to change scope and attributes for it. We let you collect a series of cards, make your own cards, and share these cards in what we call a card store, which is free for the users to exchange in, and build your own deck of resources. So I can have performance metrics, I can have contention metrics, I can have health metrics, I can have inventory metrics, I can have compliancy metrics. And these could be individual decks of cards that I can assemble and leverage for my team. So different people can have different decks and views, different resource views inside the organization. Now, you guys have joined the Intel Storage Builders program. Tell us a little bit about what's going on there. As we start dealing with storage as a whole inside the data center, a lot of customers come up and say, you know what, we have IO contention or we're seeing performance bottlenecks and we're not 100% certain on the source of it. We don't know if it's the data store. We don't know if it's one app and a noisy neighbor type situation. And the storage partner side of things, the storage partners that are out there for Intel have come to us and said, this is very important data to us. We want to see the throughput and the volume. Uh, we want to see what type of workloads and latencies we're experiencing across the data center. We also want to look at a competitive view. Um, if you have dozens of data stores out there, how are we performing in comparison to the others? How does vendor A versus vendor B versus vendor C actually scale and perform the same workload as the motion takes place? If I move a workload across storage vendor A to B, I change fabrics or I change architecture behind the scenes, if I'm all flash, or if I go to a hybrid storage, if I'm using cloud-based storage, am I seeing a difference here and what is ultimately my cost? 
So we're putting those metrics of performance, cost, and latency together for executives really to measure their storage environment. And that's really been what's been driving the storage builders activity for us. One final question. Where can people go to find out more about your company's products and services? So Cloud Physics, it's a single word, www.cloudphysics.com. At the top level, we'll take you through some of the use cases. There's one place you go and look inside the site. We offer something called a cloud card glossary, and that takes you through all the different use cases of contention and cost savings and the different tools and the analysis that you can start building yourself or take from our pre-canned cards. Cards are dynamic. You can build your own. You can look at any metric you want. So there's a lot of great detail out there on how to build it yourself. Well, thanks, Chris, for joining us today. It's been a pleasure talking to you. We'll have to have you back in a few months to check in your progress. Yeah, thanks. Uh, My pleasure. Hope to be back soon, checking on the growth of cloud physics. 